Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey Brain Stuff, Christian Sager here. Here's some good news for the Americans out there dreaming of being president. It turns out the job requirements are surprisingly simple. You just have to be a natural-born U.S. citizen, 35 years or older, who's lived in the U.S. for the past 14 years. But, of course, there's another factor here. Money. So how much does it actually cost to run for president? Well, good news. Registering as a presidential candidate isn't actually that expensive. First, you need to fill out, surprise, a government form. It's called the Statement of Candidacy, or FEC Form 2, and you're required to submit this within 15 days of becoming a candidate. So when does an average Jane or Joe become a candidate? According to the feds, you're automatically a candidate once your team has either received $5,000 in contributions or 
racked up $5,000 in campaign expenses. You can view the list of candidates online, and it's a long one. In June of 2016, the FEC listed 1,772 candidates. That's right, you are just $5,000 away from joining such influential Americans as Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, Obi-Wan Jedi Kenobi, and Nicki Minaj. Yeah, really. So hypothetically, if you've paid 5000 in campaign costs, you mail the form and we include the cost of the stamp, you're looking at just over five grand. That's that's not so bad. But remember, there's a big difference between running for president and actually winning. So to campaign successfully, you're going to need more than 5000 bucks. Your next step will be getting on state ballots, and each state may have different rules outlining how you can do this. Unless you're already established, you'll need petitions. For example, in 2012, Democratic candidates needed either 1% or 500 signatures from Democrats in each of California's districts. But there were over 50 districts. This means you'll need a volunteer campaign along with advertising and probably a paid staff. While it's possible to be a write-in candidate, it's not probable that you'd be able to garner any significant numbers that way. Caucus states like Iowa just require enough people to show up and cast a ballot for you. But there are hundreds of caucuses in Iowa alone. You'll need a strategy to reach these voters, which, again, means you'll need a staff. You'll also need money for advertising, travel, and more. The cost of pizza for volunteers alone could run into the tens of thousands of dollars over time. By this point, the campaign has already become massively expensive. Luckily, You've got contributors. Virtually no viable candidate is going to be self-funded. Instead, the average would-be president receives contributions from individuals, parties, corporations, political action committees, and so on. Uncle Sam has different limits on how much money these entities can contribute during the primary and general elections. While every campaign is different, there are some definite trends. For instance... Each recent campaign seems to be more expensive than the last. According to the FEC, President Obama's 2012 re-election campaign raised $683.5 million. Contributions from the Democratic Party and other outside groups raised the total to around $1.1 billion. The entire 2012 campaign, all parties combined, was estimated to cost $2.6 billion. Pundits, fundraisers, and other policy wonks predicted the 2016 campaign would top these numbers, with the Clinton campaign alone rumored to possibly reach $1.5 to $2 billion. And these numbers led speculators like The Economist to predict that the 2016 election may eventually ring in at an unprecedented $5 billion. Does this mean you have to be a multimillionaire to become commander-in-chief? No, but it does mean you'll need millions of someone's dollars to ensure your voice is heard amid the din of all the other candidates vying for the public's attention. In 2004, George W. Bush spent $367 million for re-election, while the John Kerry campaign spent 328 In 2008, the first Obama campaign spent 
$30 million, with the McCain side spending 333 As we saw earlier, the 2012 Obama re-election push cost $683 million, compared to the Mitt Romney campaign's $433 million. Now, do you notice a pattern? In recent elections, it seems the folks who spent the most ended up in the White House. If this trend continues and you want to be president in 2016 or later, well, either start saving or start writing to your supporters. You're going to need all the help you can get. Check out the BrainStuff channel on YouTube. And for more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 